Collective show. I'm your host Jen Sherman and we have a special, very special guest on today, another female entrepreneur, uh, BJ Williams. She is the CEO and co-founder of So Hooked. Very cool company. You're going to learn about it more during the interview today, but welcome BJ. How are you doing? Good. How are you, Jen? And thanks so much for inviting me to participate today. Of course. Thanks so much for coming on. Hopefully one day we'll be able to, you know, do this in person um, once this pandemic's over. I know. <laughs> Fingers crossed it happens soon. <laughs> I know, right? I, I, I was actually on a call early today and, and it's all about, we've been saying it's like a marathon and not a sprint. So just taking things day by day. Glass, exactly. uh, wine glass by wine glass, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's, it's taught us so much. I, I was having a conversation the other day with you know, I can't, I can't rely on with one of my teammates and I'm like, I can't rely on all my go-tos. So I've had to recreate like self-care and recreate things that I used to do so seamlessly before in life. So yeah. <laughs> and we'll talk a little, and we'll talk a little about, about that today. So kind of, uh, jumping in and talking about, I know you, we've had some conversations about your background and I find it really amazing and, and, uh, fascinating. Could you start by telling the audience about your career background and your entrepreneurial journey? Yeah, of course. Um, you know, I, I think it all really starts as, uh, I really think of myself as a wellness nerd. I was an athlete growing up, you know, played sports throughout, uh, high school and, uh, it really was sort of an anchor. In my early career, I worked in private banking asset management before, um, so I went to University of Virginia undergrad and sort of worked in sort of financial services before then going off to Harvard Business School. Um, and, you know, I knew, you know, one of the things that was really important to me and has always been important sort of throughout my life is really figuring out what I'm passionate around and using passion as a compass as I've sort of navigated my sort of career. And, um, you know, I wasn't particularly passionate about financial instruments. I really went to financial services because I knew I was a history major. So I knew I really needed to bolster up those sort of quant skills. But, you know, once I sort of had that underneath my belt, I really wanted to do something that spoke to my interests. And I've always been somebody where um, experiences have elevated my quality of life and wanted to do something that continued to do that for other people. And so I ended up working primarily for most of my career in the hospitality space, um, working for companies like Starwood, working for owner operators, one of sort of the largest sort of franchise owner operators like HEI. And as I started sort of, you know, like I said, I've always been sort of a wellness nerd. As I started sort of learning about what was going on in the wellness space, there was a lot of overlap with sort of hospitality and you know when I think of the brands that really started winning in the beginning whether it was SoulCycle or Lululemon or even CrossFit um, it was really around those hospitality touches and so because I was curious about this sort of overlap I ended up going and working for one of the leading wellness brands at the time Lululemon and you know, it was there where um, I actually ended up opening a store um, because, I, you know, I wanted to understand how they were not only able to turn, um, you know, 
not to sort of be a leading brand, but I really wanted to understand how they were able to turn a product into a lifestyle. Cause I'm like, they created a lifestyle around well-being, and is, you know, as much as I knew you could learn a lot in a corporate environment, there's nothing like learning and talking to the customer directly. And so the best way to do that was to open up one of their stores. Um, and I did that in sort of the Boston area. And that's where I really started to understand sort of what was starting to happen in the wellness space and what was going to happen. Um, I think one of the most exciting things is this wave was coming and it's now here and it's truly here in, in effect where um, this wellness wave where now more than ever people care about well-being. Um, and like other parts of, you know, the industry or like I think of wellness as almost part of the hospitality industry, like other parts of the hospitality industry, it's extremely fragmented and you need people to sort of curate and aggregate it and bring it all together so that it's more easy for um, customers, whether it's the end consumer or whether it's an enterprise to be able to unlock. And so that's really what we do it. That's sort of how I ended up sort of creating what I do at So Hooked. We are an aggregator of um, wellness-based um, experiences and products that enterprises use to gift, reward, and incentivize sort of their core uh, constituents, whether it's a customer, member, or employee. You know, and I, and I love that. And, and quite frankly, when we had our initial conversation about how wellness now, you know, it was kind of like you had like the Lululemon, you know, buff, if you will. Like it's like that, like, and the Lululemon buff was the epitome of what like health and wellness looked like right like the yoga pants and all this stuff now health and wellness is so especially during the pandemic mental health and wellness we're seeing that on the rise and so how it's different than giving your employees you know snacks at the office well first off we're not in the office and second off i think that was kind of getting a little boring where you know how how can an employer or how can for my customer how can i help enhance their life right how, what kind of experience can i give them whether that's you know healthy meal delivery or um even a gift card to lululemon where you're buying a cute pair of pants to do yoga or run or what have you right so i think to your point you know kind of seeing that and being in that industry for industry or, or, or passion for that from your from your childhood and then seeing it now it's it's kind of crazy that now is when people are all getting on board, but I think it's a great thing. Yeah, no, I think it's great. And, and I think one reason is people are getting more on board because they're getting more exposed. And, um, and you know, I think before people thought about their wellness and sort of, <coughs> excuse me, they thought about their health and well-being and sort of one sort of fashion. It's like, you think of, I think of the gym as like a perfect example of, Someone might, someone say, says, oh, I like to be physically active, and they thought their only option was going to a gym. Well, today, or going for a run outside, well, today their option is is infinite, right? They could do boxing, they could do rowing, they could do swim class, they can do bar, they can do all these many things, um, because, you know, people wellness is not defined the way I define wellness and the way Jen you define wellness might be very different and how mm -hmm. I want to be supported. Exactly. And so, um, because, <laughs> and so for you as like, when you're thinking about how do I give somebody something, 
well, you're not going to know whether today I want to get something that makes me feel supported through my, you know, whether I might, I need convenience and I might need access to fresh food, but tomorrow I might be, I might want to get supported in a very different fashion where I want to have online meditation. And so, um, yes, you can get those one-off sort of things, but it's really about how are you doing it in a way that's meeting the recipient of where they are and where they want to be. Um, and so that's why we try to give people that choice of, Everything what we do is under this wellness umbrella, but we don't, we make it easy for you to give that recipient that choice and whether, you know, as much as I love athletic apparel, some days I really just want to, you know, I just actually this week I did a uh, cleanse from one of our um, favorite vendors um, in the area, so. Yeah, so that, you bring up a great point, and um, I was actually just on a call today about talking about the idea of a, a, a perfect workplace for one company or one employee is going to be very different than from other employees. So how do you customize that experience to the person, right? So can you tell us more about like SoHooked and what, you know, what's your differentiator? Yeah, so our biggest differentiator is um, we're the only company out there that's aggregating these different wellness experiences and making it easy for you to gift a reward. So instead of, Jen, instead of like, if you want to give to your employees or if you want to give to your customers, um, we're taking the sort of, that sort of, that uh, thought process out of it. You're saying, I want to give them something that I know they'll appreciate and I want it to sort of reflect my values. I like wellness. I know they like wellness and I can easily gift it. Um, not to say that, you know, so that's sort of the biggest thing of how we're sort of differentiated in the market. Actually, that's great because so you can, so just for audience understand. So if I'm an employer and I go to your website, um, so hooked and I am like, okay, there's all these great partners or you, know, you have your health, health and wellness partners, um, aggregators, if you will, you know, you've aggregated all these great um, products or services. And I would give then my employee a gift card to So Hooked so then they can choose what they want and it would, for $100 and they can choose whatever they want on your site for $100. Exactly. So that way it makes it easy from a processing standpoint for you but then um, the recipient has all these great choices that fit his or her interests. Um, and, and we've had employees, employers that do it, some do it sort of a, you know, especially during this time, they're looking for ways to just show the people that they, show the people that they work with that they care about them and yeah. that they support them. And so, you know, um, especially people within the healthcare industry, you know, they're like, we, we know you're on the front line. We really need to support you and sort of being the first one sort of out there on a day-to-day -day basis. We, we want to, we want to give you something that like plays to that. But then we have other companies that we work with where, um, and we even do this in our own team where quarterly I give, um, you know, an allowance towards so hooked so that I can support, you know, that's an addition to some, if someone's sort of paying medical benefits or anything, it's just that way I'm supporting their well-being. Um, I know what, you know, I can easily budget for it. So I know how much I'm spending on it. It can be uniformed and scalable across, you know, a bunch of employees. Um, but it's an easy way for them to be able to choose what uh, fits his or her interest. Yeah, and you hit a point um, about, 
now and you know since we don't have like those you're not in the office you know you, you don't really know unless you're on the zooms all the time which i'm sure people are about what's but you still don't know what's really going on behind the scenes at home for employees right there's a lot you know you're working you might be teaching children or you know maybe your place is not conducive to even work you know depending on the size of your home um so you know what is the what have you seen in trends with some of your um customers of uh, and just in the industry of the importance of taking care of employees and their mental health and wellness. Yeah, so I think one of the most, the biggest trend I've seen is um, employees are actually like expecting it. So if, you know, if you're out there listening and you're not doing something, um, you're behind the eight ball. <laughs> um, because this is something that employees are expecting to be supported around. Um, and then there's also been a lot of trends around mental wellness. Um, mental wellness is something that, um, you know, because everyone is going through, you know, a pandemic is, is anxiety producing to any of us. And for people that might have things that even amplify that, um, whether, you know, you're just talking about whether a conducive workspace, like, can you get some, can you get access to different services, um, or products that just help to reduce that stress? And I, you know, I think it's important that for everybody, like for me, it might not be meditation, but for you, it might be meditation for other people. It might be more of a restorative yoga. And I think it's really because people want something that fits them and you need want something that's going to really support them. You can't do the one size fits all. And I know I've said that throughout, but that's, um, your consumer doesn't expect it and it's really not going to be effective because if they're not interested in whatever you're giving them, then it's almost, it's a waste of a resource that could be so much more power, powerful for that sort of spend that you're investing in sort of their well being. Yeah. And, and, and to your point as well, it's kind of like, the pandemic and, and and how I keep on saying this is a it's a marathon and not a sprint and we really don't know like it's taking that every day and and doing that mental health check with employees and it's kind of like this is one way you know it it, 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 it takes of course giving the benefit of that but then also talking to them and getting to know them I've seen you know within the workforce was just on a call like I mentioned this morning about what's the future of work look like right but, and, and what is the, and if we talk about employee engagement and benefits, that's a huge aspect, you know, into the future of the workplace. I mean, we spoke about the future of the workplace. I had, um, why am I, oh, and I had Nelson on. Nelson spoke about, yeah. on, on my future of the workplace series, we focused on that, but everything we were talking about then is completely different. So I was kind of curious, you know, how is the, how is the current climate? I mean, we spoke, we touched on it, but in regards to like what you think the future of the workplace looks like, especially with employee, employee engagement and benefits, could you touch on a little of that? And I know we can't predict the future, but just based on trends that we're seeing. Yeah. Um, so definitely around the future of work, you know, every, whether it's, whether it's your employees or whether it's your customers, this uh, pandemic has created a situation where people need to build those deeper relationships and it's, there's a need for loyalty and so, for support. So just to your point, if you were doing something in January, like, and giving people food in the office, like everything has changed, right? So, so the biggest trends around some of the, the employee perspective is 
um, you know, wellness is sort of a big piece of that, right? So like I said in the beginning, people expect for their companies to support them from a well-being perspective, especially if you have um, employees that are, you know, if you look at it from a generational perspective, um, if you look at Gen Z that's just entering the workforce, the way they think about well-being is like even more amplified than um, the millennials um, who are now sort of very much um, integrated into the workforce. And so if you think about just even the future of work in terms of who's going to continue to come on, you're really going to have to support people around and holistically. And that means mind, body, and spirit. Um, and mind, body, and spirit can be defined <laughs> in so many ways, but there is that expectation that you have to support them in all three functions. So spirit might be culture, mind might be more mental wellness, body might be more physical, um, or there might be some other aspects sort of that sort of play away, but people are looking for that holistic um, support from the brands that they care about. Um, and of course you hope that they care about you as an employer, cause that's what you're trying to, um, engage them around. You know, you just made a very interesting point because for me, like at least as trying to understand, we have four generations in the workforce at the moment. Right. And so going back to the conversation that I had this morning, I was the youngest like founder and just person on the call. And so having an employee, and kind of, who is younger and who's Gen Z and having the conversations, training someone in a pandemic and hearing their opinions, it's like, it's such a different mindset. And, and the fact that you said the mind, body, and spirit, you know, back in the day, or at least my parents, they were expected to show up to work, be in their chairs at 8.30, don't, I don't care what's going on at home, I don't care, like, get here, do your work, and go home, right? Now, we've brought just working in the virtual world, we brought our personal life into work, we brought our anxiety into work, we brought anything into work as well. And as employers, we need to tend to those. We can't just ignore them. And also, I think there's always been that stigma around it where now it's more accepted and Gen Z is like more transparent than ever. So you're gonna expect that these these you know younger um this younger generation is going to come into the workforce and probably spice things up a little bit more even than the millennials did <laughs> because and they're they're starting jobs in a pandemic i mean just putting that aside like it's it's so confusing it's, it's just so confusing um so yeah I, I just think that that is such a good point that you made and i think overall especially putting aside the pandemic all the conversations around you know um with just having justice like the social justice system and the system and all that stuff it's like that also needs to be addressed so i i always describe it as i think we've we've um there was a big pimple that needed to be popped and now we're recovering or at least trying trying to get to recovery um and every single generation private sector in particular um, are responsible to help us move forward. Yeah, and 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 I think you know I think one of the biggest things, exactly like you're saying, Jen, like and our the context is so different today than it was thirty years ago, and so and the contract that employees and employers had was so different. So while the priorities, you know, what 
you know, employers cared about engagement in years past. It's not like that's something new, totally. yeah. but, but what they were offering was so much more. Right. And so they didn't have to, or they were offering stability, which just doesn't exist in the same way it did, you know, 40 years ago. I mean, you think about people who would stay with a company. They're not for offering, 20 years. Yeah. For 20 years. And they, you're, they're not, they're offering different, you know, you, you don't get pension and you don't get like some of those long-term things. So um, that might have um, allowed or might have created a stronger engaged workforce. But when you sort of take, you know, over the years, they've taken things off the shelf. And yes, while you might have healthcare covered, a lot of people still pay a fair amount for healthcare. It's one of their biggest expenses. And so um, organizations have to figure out how they're going to sort of fill those gaps to keep people engaged. Um, and because the consumer cares so much about their health and being supported, these are like no brainer, like everyone should be doing it because it not only, you know, keeps them more engaged, it keeps them more productive. Um, it keeps people, it keeps the culture sort of less toxic and happy and the, all those things are critical during a moment of crisis, which we're, a lot of companies are going through now and will have to go through post this pandemic because there's certain sectors that will take a long time to recover. Oh, 100%. And, and to your point as well, it's like the just with the demand of what people need, I mean, half the time, you know, if, if you ever read the four agreements, it's all about like, don't, don't make assumptions and don't take things personally. Half the time when someone's being toxic, it's because there's something internally happening with them. But if we can get the workforce in a better place for their well-being and they're feeling better, then it's just that's going to increase productivity in the end anyways. So it's a win-win on both sides, right? Um, oh, my God. Yeah. Also, something I wanted to touch on as well was you, I know that frankly, everyone should be work, everyone should be working with SoHo, any company, in my opinion. But Giving, you know, of course, health and wellness has been important for years and has been um, something that companies have been integrating more and more. But since the start of the pandemic, have you seen a large demand in customers? Yeah, I mean, we definitely have seen more customers, um, definitely more interested and more engaged around the conversation. And, you know, especially in April, I would say people were like, okay, we got, we got to do something. Like, especially ones that had talked about it and like they were in kind of our pipeline and it's like okay like we need to pull the trigger um you know ironically for a company we or i shouldn't say ironically but we started off in the health space so like our big customers in the beginning were um health related companies and so we recently moved into more of the corporate space um because as we started bringing on customers like Boston Consulting Group and, and you know, mm -hmm. and started sort of showing traction there. Um, but yeah, I mean, this pandemic has definitely been, um, it, it, it really has framed the why around why now and why wellness um, that has sort of created a sense of urgency and demand. Yeah, and, and it's it's like, I think did you say it's pretty awkward if you're not doing it. Like, it's it's pretty awkward. Like, it's just awkward if you're not just doing something. I mean, even if it's for, like, I would probably on a Monday, I like to call it Mental Wellness Mondays, 
just because Mondays are already hard in the pandemic and with all the other, like everything else going on, it's even harder. So I like to say, even if it's with my employee, if we're just on the phone for two hours talking about how we're feeling, I mean, we ha- that's what you sometimes just have to do. Like, let's just talk about yeah. what we're feeling. Well, and in and by taking people out of the office, a lot of that, like, what people would call small chat, small talk, or, like, the water cooler chat, like, those are things that were naturally, like, de-stressing moments. And now you've taken that away from people and everything, you go from Zoom to Zoom to Zoom, like, right before this, um, you know, we're actually going through, uh, Morgan Stanley is one of our investors and we're participating in their innovation lab and we were just having a happy hour uh, <laughs> in the middle of the day. Well, because no one wants to do it at 6 p.m. because we're done, we're all done. So. Yeah, but it's just, you know, but everything's virtual. So it, you know, it's very much, um, which takes a different brain power than it does engaging with a one-on-one or a group or uh, if I was sort of in person. So. Um, I think you de- you definitely have to do something, um, even if it's just having the conversation. And 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 I think a lot of people want the quick fix. Like I'm going to offer people, you know, we've seen a different. Like we're part of a co-working space, and they they'll be like, oh, we're going to have you know mental health session at 12 p.m. in the middle of the day. And while that might be great because they're offering something. Um, the majority of the people have already planned their unless they can plan around it or unless they have really flexibility in terms of their you know if you're in the client business or you're in a customer serving role like your customers rule right yeah always yeah. you can't just all of a sudden pick up and i think that's one of the biggest ways of meeting people where they need to be met is giving people like it's not just about yeah i checked the box i did something it's like no they're saying i want something that's convenient that's desirable that's convenient that I can unlock on my own like schedule. Um, And that's what we do easily for them. I love that because even for me, when I look at my days, like I was like, I am tired. Like I have things all the time, but as also an entrepreneur, I can't not right now. Right. Like I have to, and I'm tired. And the last thing I would want to do is do like a 12 PM mental health thing. Like, no, just get like, Literally, it's like I would go on, and, and when, when it's my time, I'll go on and get what I want, and then at my convenience, right? And frankly, I wanted to get, um, you know, another thing that's really been blowing up, or at least I've been using, is Peloton. Mm-hmm. And the reason I love Peloton is because we have a bike. I don't use the bike, actually. I do the hit cardio. I do dance on Wednesdays. I mean... What I love about that brand is that it's really become a health and wellness brand outside of just the bike. Oh yeah. I mean, huge fan of Peloton. Um, same and same, like I don't use their bike. Um, I actually use their, their hit. I love Jess Sims class. <laughs> oh, I love Jess. I love Jess. I love Chase. I love Chase, Cody, dance cardio oh, with yeah. Cody. I have to email them to get more dance classes because they like don't have any, like they five. Um, but you know, it's a great example of like, yes, like we have to be, you know, like, yes, there are the live classes for the people that want to be accountable or people that need that level of accountability or just need that sort of as close to live as possible or close to in-person type of experience as possible. But what I love is if like, you know, if I, if it's 8.05 or 7, you know, if it's 5.45 AM, I can just turn it on whenever I can turn on a little bit, a little bit of that, a little bit of this. 
Um, and that, that's what makes like, like, you know, it's those types of things that matters to someone. It's like a having the good content. Cause you want to make sure when you do turn it on, it's something you want and it's something that's going to help you, but B it's going to be easy for you to fit into your lifestyle. And that's what wellness, like where this is not, wellness is not a one-off. Like I, you know, I do wellness for, I, you know, I do wellness for, you know, four times a quarter. I do wellness day in and day out. Like that's how you want, that's, that's the lifestyle. And that's what, you know, that's really what the company was founded on. It's like, I'm so hooked on wellness. I love it. I love it. And I wanted to use the Peloton example. Cause I really think from your mission, it aligns with that where it's like, it's that 10 minutes there. It's you're defining it. It's so easy. Like you can, I love that five minute meditation or, you know, you just get on and you make it to you. Not like, you know, with the, with other classes in person you have like that guilt around it. it's like I pop on my iPad get on my mat like right next to my bed and I'm done going you know on with the day or if it's the middle of the day but uh yeah I love it so you know Vita is there anything you know advice to the audience or just companies that you would give um based on you know the current environment the current workplace um and anything that you give to them to be better leaders or uh, caregivers, if you will, for their employees? Yeah, I think the first and foremost is kind of like what we talked about before is you need to do something because there's the expectation that you should be doing something. Um, you know, so you, you know, if you don't have the budget, even this year, don't, don't let that prevent you from allocating budget for next year <laughs> um and really making sure that you you know whatever you do you actually do something this is something you need to invest in because um the returns are you know it's not just bottom line returns but it's also um you know the energy and the productivity that you're going to get from your sort of community that you 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 treat and then the biggest sort of the next biggest advice is um you know i think do something that you know really feels personalized um personalization is just a huge sort of consumer trend um you know and it's not going away and so make you know people do something that makes somebody feel special and makes somebody feel like you're talking to them and you're supporting them um which is why you can't have a one-size-fits-all option is as much as it sounds great, it just, it's, it's, it's not going to be effective. And you, you know, as an organization, you should really be thinking about where am I going to be able to amplify the impact and the ROI on my investments? I love that. I love it. Well, this has been amazing. Is there anything else you want to leave with uh, the audience before we wrap up today? Yeah, well, for those people who are looking to get sort of so hooked, um, definitely feel free to reach out to me. Um, you can reach out to me directly at BJ at So Hooked or go to our website, www.sohooked.com. Um, but yeah, I think the biggest thing is, is you know, you know, um, I think it just goes back, like we're, we're so hooked on wellness and, and that's something that we want others to be a part of. Um, and any way that we can support your community, we're here to help. Well, I'm hooked too. You're hooked. We're all hooked. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, BJ. We have BJ Williams. who's a CEO and co-founder of So Hooked. I'm your host, Jen Sherman of the Influencer Collective Show. Uh, you can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, 
Uh, check us out on YouTube at The Influencer Collective. Visit us at Influencer Collective DC, and we will catch you next time. Stay safe and healthy, everyone. Thanks so much. When you come to see me, baby, tell me Did you enjoy the jingle? That song is called Luxury, and it's by me, Kat Janice. Find me on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, wherever you get your tunes to hear my newest single, Luxury. It's a luxury.